Yay. And it is the last chance for Madonna tickets. We're giving them away in our show sometime today. Maybe we'll change it up. Maybe we won't if you've been listening all week. (laughs) But it's been a fun week. Sarah was our winner yesterday who was psyched. Um, Okay, so if you follow Lori and I on Instagram, it's Lori A-N-D Julia. Mm -hmm. I posted yesterday we had on Patrick Richardson with his latest book, House Love. And he sat in here and we were all kind of in awe of how to get rid of handprints and stains on your stainless steel appliances. Yeah. How to keep fingerprints. Because every even, day we're cleaning our stainless steel refrigerators. If you have anyone. I couldn't even get in, those some water stains off before. Oh, you're right. I, uh, I didn't I have water stains on my dishwasher. Yeah. I oh, can't yeah. I couldn't get off. So what his so we tried this, both Lori and I, and and even a listener yesterday called in right away at the end of our show. I tried it. So what it is is it you spray, and I understand why you spray a little rubbing alcohol, just put a little spray bottle, or I put it on a paper towel, but I could see where the spray might help it a little bit. Just like Windex, yep. it sprays on better. It sprays on better, so you put rubbing alcohol, and mine is from 2014. I read the bottle because that's something you don't use often, <laughs> but it still worked. Yeah, it's good. And then you rub it in, and you get the dirt and the stains, because I had some water stains, Laura. Yeah. And then you take on a towel... Four to five drops of um, olive oil, and you rub it like in a buffing in a circle, like you're buffing a car, you're buffing something shiny. Yeah. And it took me more than four or five because I reapplied oil a couple times. But the before and after is on our Instagram, and it is my refrigerator is not pretty. It has some dents in it because it's banged <laughs> against the wall, and I usually have pictures hanging there. But I wanted you to see it. It is that was a miracle. Do you think? I, well, we'll I see did. today. I Lori's going to go I'll home and go, see. Yeah, the test today when, is when I, I clean it every morning. <laughs> yeah. I clean every morning, morning. And then I when I blow Casey a kiss goodbye, and because I like to see what he, sometimes he catches his, with his eyes. Sometimes he swallows it. Oh, so you're so funny. He sometimes he kicks it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and he, or sometimes he goes... With it, but when I get home, I and but when I leave, I say, "Oh, just looking forward to all the fingerprints today." It's <laughs> just become a joke. I, I kind of say it to Jeff. Well, I hope you wear your glasses. So you can see the crumbs. Yeah. And <laughs> it's silly, but <laughs> men don't see dirt like women. Period. No, no they do not. No, but and that I mean, sucks. Is like Casey yeah. is leaving. No. Like honey, there's peanut butter. It is extreme what he doesn't see or feel on the pads of his fingers. So I'll be the test would be when I come home today. Because today, so rubbing the olive oil is supposed to like give it a shield, kind of like what he said when you put that finish on your windshield, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that everything just drips off. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm kind of excited, but the before and after is posted. But I have a two. I want someone to call in and tell me what to do about this. I played tennis last night. Uh, Did my sage presaging work for you? I didn't need it. You I was good. It. Okay, but I, I did pre-save But you. we played these women who were hysterical, Kelly yeah. and Claire, and they have been out of the circuit for a while. All right, so. And it was really funny. Mm. And one of them's good friends with Allie Kaplan, and it was just a fun match. But the bottoms of my feet, because we played in the bubble at Bloomington South Lifetime, mm-hmm. were frozen. Just frozen solid. The bottom of my feet. So I was wondering if wool socks... Do you wear wool socks like those... Smart wool socks, if that would keep my feet warm. I mean, they were numb. I think it would. I think it would keep your, or at least the ones that, the 
No sweat wool socks, you know, the wicking ones like you might wear yeah. for skiing. I was right. say, I would sweat through those wool socks. And I was even thinking of wearing foot warmers. Oh. No, that Because my be rhinods, I have it in my feet, you know, yeah. too. Oh, no, but I, I think just... you need to get the wicking because you're sweating and then the floor, that surface is cold and then your feet get cold anytime they get a little damp. And if you're, I never sweat in my feet, really, though. You're the sweaters. Okay, I think but that... your feet don't sweat at all. I find that Barely. hard to believe. They were frozen last night. I'm like, wake oh. up, little bo- toes. Wake up. Wake up. All right. Know. If anyone has a, because um, I almost uh, thought of the foot warmers. It would be too hot because you'd have to have a tennis shoe that was bigger because right. I tried skiing in my ski boots once with, the foot we were at Luton. Yeah. And it was like going to be like it's going to be today, yeah. freezing cold. And I put a hand warmer under the arch of my foot. Let me tell you, I didn't ski I fast to get to the bottom. I skied fast to get those suckers out because my <laughs> arch was, was on fire. <laughs> I thought I was giving myself a third. I thought it was so clever. I think and I, my feet hurt because there wasn't enough room right. for a foot warmer. I no. mean, a hand warmer. But Lori, it seemed like a great idea. It's so funny because, you know, my dad would take a ski on the weekends and we would go no matter the weather mm-hmm. and no matter what it was. And we're at Trollhagen. And I had some boots, and my feet were absolutely frozen. So I put them as close to the fireplace, you know, Uh-oh. the big stone fireplace as possible. Plastic? It's melting. The plastic is burning. <laughs> Just put them on. Get back out there. I mean, I thought it was going to Dad, die. it's no longer in the shape. I can't click my skis It wasn't down. that bad. It was just the very okay. top. But I had burned boots for the rest of the year or two, and I'm like, ah. That's what happens when your feet freeze. But that's good. Maybe if I cut. Yeah, I don't know. So you played it's, some tennis. People who are just getting back into tennis. Yeah, but my friends all play all the time. My racket felt like it was 200 pounds because I'm used to a pickleball racket. Oh. I mean, I'm like Oh, you're this, back on. Um, I'm like, this thing is so heavy. Your double league. Yeah, my yeah, double league. But we won league. last night. It was yeah. very, it was fun. It was so fun to play yeah. at 730 versus nine. Yeah, for sure. It was a good I night. I bet. Yeah. It was a good night. Now you finished the brother's son. Finish the brother's son. Really? That was absolutely epic. Epic. To- it's a epic. Sam. Sam I, did, yeah. I always call Grant my son's name. That's yeah. okay. I am surprised, though, that you liked it because you don't usually oh. like it with this kind Loved of it. violence. But this is it's such clever. a compelling story. The soundtrack is epic. Brad Falchek and Brian Wu, they did. This was... And I think his best work. I think so too, and I it certainly leaves it for season two the way it ended. It had humor in it, Lori. Very funny. So that's, it was laugh out loud. That's why mm-hmm. I think all the violence works because you had the humor and the clever story and the music and was, Michelle Yo is amazing. All of the actors, the two guys, the brother Charles. Oh. I was drooling over him in his scar-riddled body, even though he's about as thin as a piece of paper. Uh, not as thin as Timothy Chalamet. Timothy. Timothy. Chalamet. But that's a good weekend if it's cold and you're thinking of what to do. The Brothers' the Son, S-U-N on Netflix. There's only eight episodes. Nine. Nine. Oh. Nine. We couldn't get it off. It was really yeah. quite bingeable. Mm-hmm. Compelling. Grant, you'll get caught up on it. Yeah, this weekend I'll probably finish it. Mm-hmm. Will you have time between football? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because I got all day Monday. We're yeah. off on oh, Monday. We are, we are yeah. off on Monday. Martin Luther King Day. So yeah. That's when I'll probably finish up. There's a there's a Monday night playoff game, but I got plenty of time during the day on Monday mm-hmm. to kick. And we've on. got a best of playing on Monday during mm-hmm. our regular time. And we're gonna we play Patrick, our conversation yeah. and all the tips on cleaning mm-hmm. and everything with everyone. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We will be right back with um hot men in tight white pants. <laughs> we'll be back.
Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Now, Ann, we've heard that January has one of the highest rates for divorce filings than any other month of the year. And I'm wondering, is this because of the holidays, because of the new year starting? What's the deal? I think it really is affected by the holidays. I think a lot of people who are at a difficult point in their life try to maintain status quo for the sake of the children and the family during the holidays. They get through it and they kind of say, this is kind of my last straw. I need to move on. And again, you have your New Year's resolutions and it's the idea that now I I can make those changes I need to and make a fresh start in my life. And if some of our people listening are thinking about divorce, what should their next steps be? Well, I really encourage people to start educating themselves. Start really gathering information and knowledge of their financial circumstances. A lot of people rely on the spouse to take care of it. Start educating yourself on that to be prepared. It'll also be more cost-effective during the divorce proceeding. Call Tressler Law for your free one-hour divorce consultation. Find them online at TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So late night last night, there were two fun guys. We had Matthew McConaughey with Jimmy Fallon, mm-hmm. and we had Kevin Hart alone with um, Andrew, Andy Cohen. Yes. Kevin Hart was hysterical. Very. He's got a new movie called Lift that yeah. hits Netflix tonight. Was, is that the one with Callie Coco? She's no, been she's in a completely different, different one. Different one. Okay, got it. I, and we'll talk about those later when we get to all the new TV. But Lift, they, both of those have good reviews. Um But Matthew McConaughey is promoting his new tequila called Pantalones, which means pants, Mm -hmm. Um, Pantalones. And he apparently, um, Jimmy Fallon has done this skit before where he comes out in tight pants and he did it with Will Ferrell. Yeah, he did it with Will. They basically look like they're like from the 60s. They've got tight white pants on, the striped shirts. The white boots. White dancing, those sort of uh, uh, Johnny boots and then sort of their monkey or beetle wigs. And then a three-quarter sleeve on the, that stripe thing. Yep. And we posted this, but we're going to play a little bit of it. And, of course, it's a perfect fit because that's what Matthew McConaughey is on there to promote pantalones. Yes. He did this tequila with his wife. He jokes it's the best thing we've done with our pants on. Yep. Or off. I can't remember what the joke is. Was it on? Yeah. And uh, Jimmy Fallon comes out first and does it. And then Matthew McConaughey busts out and... His pants are painted on. 
I don't know that I've ever seen such beautiful white tight pants. He looks gorgeous. It made me real happy and it made me want to take back all my words about what I said about him the other day about he has just re- yesterday. Just yesterday. Is that all? All right. I love that he was he hasn't been pretty since Dallas Buyer Club. Yeah, well, he's real pretty in his tight he white pants. He looked gorgeous. Let's play a little okay. grand. All right, it starts out with Jimmy singing, and then you'll hear the crowd go wild as Matthew McConaughey comes on the stage. I'm the only one in town with tight pants. I got my tight pants. I got my tight pants on. No one else around is wearing tight pants. I got my tight pants. I got my tight pants on. And in comes the guy. Those pants are something. They're tight. They're tight. (laughs) All the way down. And they're wigs. They're like monkey wigs. Yeah. Beetles. Beetles, yeah. And he's patting on his crotch yeah. as he does yeah. that. Better singing yeah. as he's going along. But he's playing was, it. Just one more second. Okay. People are talking about your tight pants down at the Village Square. Well, I find that hard to believe because ever since I moved to this town, everyone I know has been talking about my tight pants. Whoa, that's top shelf negatory there, rookie nuts. Because ever since I was born, I've been making sure that my pants were all tied, all tied, all tied. This weekend, Mayor Grimble's throwing his annual pants fest, and he's going to declare my pants the tightest in the land. It's I a cute video. I just Postmaster Derek. Oh, and he yeah. said my yeah. pants are first For the all tight, all tight, all tight. It was so good. It was perfect. And so... And Kevin Hart literally is on Watch What Happens Live talking about his tequila, which is Gran Cormada Respada. Yeah. It's got a pretty bottle. Yeah. And then on Kevin Hart, we posted this video. It's very funny. And Matthew Conaghy is prime. He looks excellent. He looks great. He looks great. But I, I just Googled what, it, you know, how many celebrities have tequila. Yeah. Jamie Foxx, Snoop Dogg, Kevin Hart, Thomas Rhett. Um, You're forgetting most important, Clooney. Clooney. Yeah. Clooney. I think yep. That's the best one, too. My, well, my, Casa um, Amiga. Casa yeah. Amigas. Yeah. I and love then that you one. have. Did you say Kendall Jenner? Kendall Jenner, oh, 818. Yeah, she, yeah. You have The Rock. You have, um, let's see, Aaron Paul and Brian Kent, uh, Cranston. That's right. They, they have Dos Hombres. Um, so it just is like this big, big Mark Wahlberg has a tequila. I'm going to tell you why. Because the markup? No, no. Um, it is about the only thing that you can drink that will actually help you lower your blood sugar level because almost anything you drink, as it metabolizes, it raises your blood. Wine's the worst. And Mm -hmm. you don't get a stomach ache. It actually helps with digestion. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it's healthier, cleaner alcohol, if you will. Even then vodka, which feels yes. like it's just straight. No, it is. It wow. is because the of the antioxidants, the, the agave, agave, how it's made. Huh. And so if you're worried about your, like I would uh, say to old, uh, you know, TJ Holmes, who admitted on the radio yesterday to drinking 18 drinks a day, I wonder if he should switch to some <laughs> tequila. 
Lori. Good Lord. Lori. Wow. Mm-hmm. Lori. Mm-hmm. I know. So tell us, this, tell everyone the story you oh, told me. Oh, well, I, they're going, they're taking DJ their. DJ Holmes and Amy Robach. Yeah, they're doing their radio thing. It used to just be every Tuesday, but now they're so, they're Happy divulging there. so much and they want to burn it off their airwaves, I think. They're running them twice a week. Yesterday was all about how they started off well dry January, but then they, their confessions about, um, how much money they were spending on booze and of course this is everybody else's fault because they're you know they got fired for being in love with the person they love you know that'll that you know what i mean and so they were just talking about how much they drank and he was like yeah it was easy for me to do 18 drinks a day and amy's like we're saving so much money having dry january and i'm just really clutching my head when Kevin Frazier on Entertainment Tonight, when they finish a package, they just always say, like, moving on to the next story or up next. Kevin looks at um, Nichelle Turner and he said, I just got to say to those two, they got kids and exes and maybe they don't need to be involved in hearing all of this. I'm telling you. And I'm like, Kevin, because they just... They never have opinions. Not really, no. They have nice smiles. Yeah, and moving never, on to yeah. the next story, and he just made a comment because they've been covering all this cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It's but t- anyway. 18 drinks a day. Yeah. That screams... Oh, he, yeah. He's not divorced yet, yeah. and he doesn't have custody that stuff screams, figured out. I've... They, they, that's a dependency uh, in my eyes, personally, I so. but I can't you keep But why would they even say it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so, but getting back to the tequila, and I think it maybe might be a simpler, um, ma- you know, how to make a process, so it might not be, I mean, Bethany Frankel. Yeah, you know, she was one too. of the first yeah, people with her skinny, skinny margarita. margaritas. That's yeah. when we all started drinking the skinny margarita, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, but anyway, I, it might be inexpensive compared to other things to produce mass produce right but it's 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 benny it's just interesting because yeah. the tequila tequila i think one of the funniest things remember her tequila tequila oh yes Do you guys remember yes, that she, reality she was dating the wasn't oh, she the johnson heir the johnson tequila, tequila. didn't she die no no, no. Oh. she was from um san diego real world wasn't she or yeah didn't and then she, she date the heir from johnson and johnson remember and that gal died Am I wrong? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? I, yeah, I think you're mixing up. Yeah, she no, did date alive. somebody, but Tequila Tequila, I feel like she had a VH1 show. Oh, she, I'm not going to lie. Man, oh, she is beautiful. And yeah. I had a crush on her for a long, yeah. long, I still do. Uh, uh, and yeah. color me um, a surprise. Shot, shot of love with tequila. Shot of shot love, shot love, with, love tequila. with tequila. I love that tequila, show. 2007. <laughs> I, I, and it was trash. It was pure trash. Two seasons amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> it really was. Two seasons was. amazing. You know, earlier when you were we were talking about how to keep our feet warm, mm-hmm. the bottom of my feet are freezing on the tennis court yeah. and outside in a bubble. Um, someone suggested using the foot warmers but putting them in between your strings where you tie your shoes so it's on the top of your foot maybe? so it doesn't excellent not against idea. your skin yeah and not it pressing create, in your shoe yeah the yeah. balance aspect of it would be weird if it was underneath so i love that Great but idea. i have an invention for people yeah oh, right now it's free you're giving him for free i'm shot right. you know how you have those foot liners just have a foot liner that you peel off that's a warming <gasps> thing and it's not bulky 
It's just a peel off foot warmer. And you can take it out. You nah, it, like a Dr. Scholl's gel yes, one or something. Exactly. Oh, look at you. That's a you might have just given a million dollar That's idea. gonna be next year at the consumer reports show. I'm All gonna right. come out with that. Consumer Warm electrics, foot. but it's for your feet. All right, we'll be <laughs> back. We're gonna talk uh television with our buddy Neil Justin from the Star Tribune. Hey everybody, it's Lori and Julia here from Minneapolis Aging Skincare Clinic. And um, you know, one of the things that you were talking about when you were just in there, um, is, just last week, I know I'm going in next week, I talk, I'm going in for some Botox, um, but really going in and having a consultation because mm-hmm. they are so qualified. They've got two locations, one in Maple Grove and one in Golden Valley, just to sit down and say, you know, what should I be doing with my skin? What, what's going to work? I mean, they kind of basically told me I've got some lines above my lips and said, you know, when you purse your lips. Mm-hmm. You see that it's not, the fullness is missing from your lip. Mm-hmm. So if we just did a little something there, yeah, it uh, might take care of it. And then they look at your skin to see what kind of would be the best filler because you've got different options there. And they are just so good, the estheticians that work there. And of course, this is affiliated with Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. They've got a great website. Go to mplsskin.com. When you book an appointment, tell them the girls sent you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey gang, it's Lori and Julie on My Talk. Later today we're giving away a pair of tickets to Madonna. Right now we are delighted to have Neil Justin on from the Star Tribune. TV, comedian, critic... Critic, critic. Hi, Neil. Once again, you picked the perfect introductory song. <laughs> I mean, what song better introduces me? Single soon? That's right. It's single, soon. single soon. It's so perfect. Yeah. Are you going to be single soon or are you single now? <laughs> uh, I've been single soon for many, many, many decades. Yeah, I was going to say, jeez, Neil. Uh, Happy New Year, Neil. Same to you both. Thank you. Okay, so Lori, well, I mean, saved an article you wrote in June. Well, it was something, <laughs> I mean, Neil, it, what is so wild about the Emmys, which are on Monday mm. night, um, is that, you know, the nominations came out like the middle of July, mm-hmm. and then the voting right. ended in August, and then the strike happened, and so really this show... September 14th, it probably would have been, gets moved back to January. And I'm wondering, did anything that happened at the Golden Globes other than the succession wins, it could be anything could happen at this Emmys because these people voted so long ago. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's going to be a lot of the shows you saw celebrated you do. at the Globes. It's a little bit weird because the Globes recognize Fargo, at least in the nominations. And yeah. Fargo was ineligible this time around because, uh, as you said, uh, the the voting ended in in September. So mm-hmm. that's really the only thing that stuck out. There were, there were a couple other things that uh, weren't eligible because of this gap. But for the most part, you know, the, the big shows at the Golden Globes was Succession and The Bear. And I those are the two heavy favorites going okay. into Monday. You think so? Okay. Do you li- and, and for Succession... I 
I mean, we can, we agree on that one. I mean, that uh, the, those last four episodes were absolutely epic, and it's always. I mean, do we do voters like to reward show, good shows in their final season? They do, especially <laughs> when you look at the competition. Uh, you know, this is not the strongest slate uh, in recent years. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of Succession. It was a lot of fun, and it was well written and, and well acted, and, and I enjoyed it. But I never felt it was a show with much depth. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of reminded me of, of Game of Thrones. Really well done. But in the end, you're really watching to see who wins. And, yeah. and that was fun. And I think they did a good job of, of wrapping it up. But it's not a show that I'm, you know, is it's never going to be in my top 50 list of all time. All right. That being said, when you look at the slate, um, I'm not sure I can make an argument that there's another show that that should beat it. Uh, I did mention in my column um, this weekend that I wish The Diplomat had been nominated, oh. which was my favorite show oh, great of show. last year. Terry Russell did get nominated. She's probably not going to win. Uh, I thought the show would get nominated, but mm-hmm. that, that wasn't the case. Uh, it, it didn't get as much buzz as some of the other shows on there. But out of that list, I think it's fine as Succession wins. I think it's also going to dominate in the acting categories. Okay. Uh, that's fine. Uh, again, it, it's hard to make a strong argument otherwise. It was a good year for television. Yeah. It wasn't a great year. Okay. All right. I want to ask you this, Neil, because just going back to the fact that everybody voted, you know, that this, the nominations came out July 12th, voting ended August 28th. I it, could there be a case for the last of us winning or the white lotus because those were such favorites I mean just people were wildly passionate about those two shows Yeah I mean some of those shows are in different categories I I'm not sure the last of us enough people saw it uh certainly there was a lot of talk about the episode with Nick Offerman and mm-hmm. it, and he indeed did win an Emmy his first I believe oh, he uh, did? for guest star yeah, uh, he won it uh, this last weekend. Well deserved. Those, I mean, yeah. yeah, and I think there was a lot of buzz about that episode and that performance. I'm not sure that the show in general got that kind of attention. Really, I think a lot of people saw that episode. Well, we'll see. Uh, I certainly, you know, who is the uh, young actress? Bella Ramsey is that? Yeah. Her name? Yes. Mm-hmm. There's some talk she could pull off an upset, but uh, she's going up against Sarah Snook. Um, and uh, I think that that's going to be hard to beat. Yeah. Okay, so you, so it's kind of funny. So Lori and I had the same reaction to beef that we watched too, and it was just too much. Mm-hmm. And then um, Grant was all in. Mm-hmm. And then you're saying that you did you love beef? I didn't love it. I thought it was a good movie that was kind of stretched out a little bit. Okay, <laughs> but uh, it would have been a better good. movie. Um. Yeah, I think it would have been a better movie myself, uh, or maybe three parts. Some of these things, I think, are stretched out, even if they only go six. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought it was fine. Again, not a particularly strong uh, category this year. Uh, there wasn't anything that, uh, you know, I felt super strongly about. Oh, Neil. That, uh, Neil, we feel very strongly about Daisy Jones and the Six. That we want that to win. Just because we read the it, book, too. It should win. If you look at Beef, Dahmer, which was horrible. Fleischman is in trouble. So boring. Black Obi-Wan Black. Kenobi, horrible. 
All we mm. have left is Daisy Jones in the six. I think that's like going to be Jones. the winner. I thought it was good. Uh, uh, but I don't think it was as good as, as beef. Uh, and, and Fleshman in Trouble, again, I think went on too long. Oh, um, I agree. Uh, a little too, uh, it, was, it was good performances, and it was great. But I've seen Claire Danes go, you know, bonkers maybe three too many times. Uh, of all the books was, we've read, I can't believe that one actually made it to series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it you could tell that it was a tough thing to translate. Yeah. Again, I think all those things are fine. I uh, will admit I didn't watch Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm a little Star wars out. Yeah. I'm a little surprised it's on that list. But the fact that it is on that list just shows you what a weak year it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, probably my favorite out of out of that, I don't think was eligible because it came out after voting. And that's uh, um, all the light you cannot oh. see. Wasn't that great? Was really good. Did you read yeah, the book too, real- Neil? I did not. I don't okay. read. Okay, you uh, just write. You know. <laughs> yeah, how would I mean, you have time? Television. Yeah, I only read nonfiction. So, uh, but it, it was very well done. Great performances, and, and maybe we'll see it in the hunt next year. And that's a good suggestion for me because you mm-hmm. brought up two here that I think went by quickly. The Diplomat is so great with Carrie so Russell on Netflix, and that came out like last March. So you know, yeah, people in also... fact, the second season mm-hmm. uh, should be coming up here pretty soon. They haven't announced the date yet. Uh, but yeah, I really like that show and I'm a little surprised it, it didn't get more attention, but it got enough viewers that is coming back. So I guess we should be happy about that. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, I, and I, I'm with uh, you, you write in your column, you know, for the comedy lead actress, Christine Applegate, dead to me, Rachel Brosnahan, Mazo, Quinta Brunson, Abbott, Natasha, uh, Lion for Poker Face and Jenna Ortega for Wednesday. I, we're with you, Natasha. I I feel like she's going to, people in Hollywood like her and she's been around. Yeah. And that was such a fresh, crazy show. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not sure it was the best performance, but it was the most fun performance. Yeah. And uh, I will, for those who haven't seen it, it it's a, you know, a whodunit series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very much in the guise of Columbo. There's a lot of tributes to that right down to Lyon's performance. She's kind of a hipster, Peter Falk. And it's just a lot of fun. And she also helped create it. And it's just uh, not all the episodes were great. No, they weren't. I thought overall Mm -hmm. it was really, really good. And uh, especially for people that love those old uh, 70s television. Uh, You're right. She is very popular in Hollywood. Um, uh, some of those people have been celebrated before. There mm-hmm. might also be a sympathy vote for Christina yeah. Applegate, mm-hmm. who is dealing with some illness issues and may not act again. Right. And uh, not a great series, but she's very good in that. Um, you know, personally, I, I really love Mrs. Maisel, and I certainly wouldn't mind if, if Rachel Brosnahan wins again. Yeah. She's won before there. But I do think... Uh, there's a lot of love for Abbott Elementary, mm-hmm. and I think Quinta Brunson is probably, you know, uh, has a very good chance of, of winning, winning here. She yeah. went to writing uh, last year, and there's still – the Emmys don't want to totally neglect network television. Right. They don't want to give up on it yet. Mm-hmm. And so th- that show is going get, to gonna get some love, um, but it's uh, – uh, I, I I hope Maisel gets some sort of attention. I thought they ended in a really smart, 
even moving way without losing its great sense of wit. I, I think it's one of the great series, and it has won before. It had a big year. I think either the first or second. The first year, year yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You know what I wanted to say about Poker Face? I can't. Mm. I mean, it's on Peacock. It's on Peacock. But Judith Light, the great Judith Light, mm-hmm. who's never won an Oscar star or any award, an Emmy or whatever, starting as Karen in One Life to Live and all of her other shows. But she won for that episode of Poker Face, where she and the other lady yeah. were the terrorists, and that was. She was really, I mean, she is terrific. I'm glad she got an Emmy. You mean she never won for Who's the Boss? No, she's <laughs> never been, never for nominated for Ugly Betty. I mean, she's the done. Gu- guiding Light? But she knows it was One Life to oh, Live life she to live. started on. But she's consistently turns in, you know, she's really just gotten better, better roles. And I don't know. I was just glad for her that she won yeah, that. Yeah, it's always good when you look at those sort of career uh uh, recognitions and again it's it's kind of weird and she's young so it's not <laughs> you know it, it's not a tragedy but carrie russell's never won yeah no yeah, she was all those years on the americans she never won her felicity don't no, forget felicity. the americans was, not even nominated yeah. for felicity I, that um, show though uh, the americans was criminally overlooked i don't know if emmy voters have something against fx but they overlooked a lot of good fx shows in my well, opinion he, he won. I mean, he won for best actor yeah, in some pretty competitive years, and it was always nominated. She was she was nominated for that show. I think every season. I think it was just heavy competition. I can't remember. Could have been. Sex uh, in the City was up was against on? it. I'm just teasing. I'm trying to even think of what else was on during. Well, those years. we're not going to. We wouldn't be able to even if someone tried to pull off our fingernails right now. We could. We'd have to just make up stuff. That's too yeah, long but, ago. Too many shows ago. Neil, we got to take yeah, a but, quick break. Can you hang with okay. us? No, Absolutely. finish your point though. Did you have another point on the Americans? No, I'm just going to say she's terrific, and and at some point she needs to get recognized. I, she we does. Well, when we come back. Want to ask you because a lot of people they might not have watched it. I was riveted by it, even though it's the saddest damn story. But it is nominated for some Emmys. George and Tammy, the you know Tammy yeah. Wynette and Jessica Chastain plays her. I, and what we should be watching right now. Yeah, exactly. All right, we'll be right okay. back. We're with Neil Justin from the Star Tribune. Hey gang, it's Lori and Julia here for uh, Chan and Dinner Theaters, and we're so excited for the upcoming show, uh, beautiful The Carol King Musical, which is going to be taking over the main stage on March 1st, and this is so much more than anything we've ever heard before, because it starts with Carol King's life as a writer at the age of 15. Yeah, she's a teenager, and she wants to go to New York and write music, and she meets her future guy, Gary Goffin, and... The, uh, the other, the team of Cynthia Weil and Barry Mann, and they really, the soundtrack to the 60s are all these songs that you're going to hear. That and they beautiful. wrote for other people. and Other people recorded. I mean, Carol, you know, wrote over 400 songs, but we just get this 10-year period of time. It is a fantastic show. It is going to sell out. So if you want to make your plan and get good, day, get good dates, good the day you want to go, you're going to want to see beautiful the Carol King music. Okay, I hate that song so much. We're just going to start talking. Thank you, thank you. I can't even. Neil, we're doing something interesting here with music right now, but we are back to you. We are with Neil Justin from the Star <laughs> Tribune. 
And Laura, you had one last well, question I just about the wanna... Emmys or something before we moved on. Who do you think in the limited series actress? It's, uh, I mean, it's. I'm torn because Riley Keough and mm. Daisy Jones in the Six, but also I thought Jessica Chastain. She was uh, Tammy Wynette. She was amazing in George and Tammy, and I want her to win. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and I you do. A little hesitant about it because she's won every award. Yeah, I know. No demand. She but can't help it. She's she great. She's just so, they're <laughs> both really good in it. Uh, but that's who my vote would go for. Uh, as much as I like Ali Wong as a comedian and, mm-hmm. and uh, as a performer, uh, I always love to see comedians uh, do well when they take on drama and she's Asian American. Yeah. But uh, I just can't stop thinking about uh, how well. Uh, both her and Michael uh, Shannon oh. channeled uh, George Jones and mm-hmm. Tammy Wynette right down to the singing. Yeah, incredible. You know, it was a little bit of a uh, paint-by-numbers production. I didn't that care. It was anything particularly special, but their performances were just pitch perfect. And uh, she's just an incredible uh, actor. And uh, it's just hard to believe uh, how well she sang and captured <laughs> Uh, A really great country artist. Yeah, that's true. We settled the bet. Is the bear a comedy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what's, you know, the best shows are hard to uh, label, whether they're comedies or dramas. Is it because it's a half hour that they keep putting? I think so. It's it's what they decide that they have the best chance of winning. So if the bear had had went in as a drama, it was going to get smoked by succession. So it was just smart. Yeah, all strategy. Right. But yeah, most of the time, if it's half an hour, it's called a comedy. And if it's an hour, it's called a drama. Right. It's silly. It is. That mean, is silly. That is silly. Okay, so your article today are the great new shows of 2024. And they and it's a great list for people to look at, print off, hang on to. Um, shows are not starting just right this weekend. We've both been obs- yeah. obsessed with The Brothers' Son. Oh, what a great right. show. Yeah, it is really good. It's kind of a mishmash of a lot of different genres you've seen and um uh but it's done really well and michelle yao is is fantastic oh my gosh um the 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 brothers are a lot of fun Uh, people won't recognize them but um there's a little bit of 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 something for everyone in it but you know there's a lot of action in it uh is that what we're calling violence (laughs) well it's action though because it's so much um you know martial arts and and over exaggerated yeah, it's cartoon. It's just yeah, not gross. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And you're right. There are some there are some twists and turns in it that you don't see coming. Oh my gosh! Uh, this is not a saintly family. No. Um, I- <laughs> and uh, that's part of the fun of it. You'll be if You'll if, be if, you're old, if, if people stick around for the sixth, seventh episode. They're going to be surprised. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. And I don't know if anyone, I'll just say this, that Led Zeppelin rarely says yes to anyone using one of their songs. And the <laughs> brother's son has maybe one of the most wild, fun, eclectic soundtracks. It it totally made the show. It was another character in the show, the music. Yeah, there's some really good music sequences. I can't remember all of them, but. There's a few surprises in there. The first cut uh, is the deepest in Mandarin. Yeah, the Chinese version. Yeah, that's oh, really, epic. really effective with a great action scene. Yeah, uh, that really stuck out. That that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, I was too. I couldn't. It was. I had. I was like Julia. We got to listen to um, first cut is the deepest in Mandarin and see if you remember exactly the scene. And she did. 
Uh, well, you really gobbled them up. That we gobbled that up. Yeah. I had it done okay. last weekend. That mm-hmm. was so good. But you re- recommended it. I love reading your What to Watch in the Star Tribune. Hey, what, what else should we watch this weekend if we're not going to watch football? Uh, well, uh, the new uh, season of True Detective starts on Sunday, and That's it's a right. good one. It is, uh, you know, the last couple seasons were just okay. Mm-hmm. This is up there with the first season. Oh, it yay. might be the strongest of the four, and, and Jodie Foster is great in it. Uh, the show is finally female-driven. It takes place in Alaska, and it, you know, again, there's a lot of philosophy and supernatural elements to mm-hmm. it. But that's what the genre, that's what that True Detective series yeah. is. and. Right. So, but the whodunit, the the mystery itself, um, is compelling enough, even if sort of the the breaks for philosophy and the ghosts and stuff are not your thing. The case itself is great. And boy, what a year Jodie Foster's had. Oh, my gosh. Um, So you you kind of forgot about her, and this is the year you're kind of reminded, oh, she's still around, and she's still fantastic. I mean, Um, she was so great, too, in Nyad. She and Annette Benning together. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing that um, uh, really stuck out. Uh, surprisingly, the TV version of Ted amused me. Yes. Um, this is, I, I thought, oh, they're just beating a dead horse here or a dead bear, I should say. Yeah. But it's actually cuter and a little more sentimental than the movies were. And um, I kind of enjoyed it. It is uh, profanity filled, as mm-hmm. you'd expect from Seth MacFarlane. Right. But, and you don't have Mark Wahlberg, but. It it still works. A uh, couple other things I'll mention. Uh, PBS, uh, TPT, has a really uh, nice uh, documentary on Jesse Ventura oh. uh, airing on Monday, kind of looking back at how he shocked the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some fun interviews uh, there. Uh, Jesse does uh, uh, some looking back. Oh, and cool. then uh, a show I'm going to be uh, binging this weekend. I just started this afternoon. Um, for the first time since it was on the air, Northern Exposure is available. Oh, um, love that show. Wow. It, What's it on? on Amazon Prime. Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. And uh, they have all the seasons. I think there were six. Um, but the first two seasons were short. I think they were each seven episodes or so. So I'm two or three episodes into it. And it's very charming. Mm-hmm. You know? I like that um, It's full of a lot of people that were kind of no-name Zen. Right. But uh, became pretty well-known because of that show. John um, Corbett. John, yeah. Um, John Corbett and uh, uh, Janine Turner mm-hmm. and uh, Rob Monroe. And, and um, boy, there's some good-looking people um, yeah. <laughs> on, on that <laughs> show. Yeah. <laughs> It's very charming. You can watch it without, you know, feeling gross. Uh, but they also tackle some issues that I kind of forgot that they took on. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, they kind of snuck that in there. They haven't made a big hoopla about finally making it available. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's definitely uh, uh, something I'm going to be enjoying this weekend. Good. Well, I we like that you look at these shows, you know, that were great back then. You know, or not that long ago, but they hadn't been available. I like, I like that you do that, Neil. And tell Thanks. us. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I started doing that during the pandemic because I was doing that. Yeah, I was going back and and watching shows I'd either forgotten or didn't see the first time around. Neil, we want to thank you so much for your time today. Hopefully, we'll see you in person in twenty twenty four. Love it. Put a bet on we, it. We love it. You can follow Neil at Neil Justin. And also, I don't know if he's on Twitter oh, anymore. Neil, are you on Twitter anymore or X or whatever? Neil Justin Dine. V, all right. Yeah. There.
And read them in the Star Tribune. You write great stuff. Thank you for all your recommendations and your time. We'll be right back. Lori and Julia, my talk.